Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Let's give God thanks today. What Jesus went through was because of us. So it should have been us hanging on a cross. Thank you, God, for your loving kindness and great mercy, which is new every morning and remains steadfast and sure throughout the day to strengthen and hold us. We reverence your holy name and give you all the praises. Thank you for your incredible sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's topic, it should have been us. Mercy heard our cry. Mercy saved our lives. Lord, you carried all of our burdens. Thank you. Lord, you took them to that grave. I know you didn't deserve it. We know you didn't deserve it. Point to yourself and say out loud, it should have been me. John chapter 15 verse 13 affirms, Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. Jesus shows us what unconditional love looks like. John chapter 10 verse 18 teaches us, no one takes my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. Let's talk about the story of the woman who was caught in adultery. We have read it many times and had our anger stared as we have watched these self-righteous religious leaders degrading this woman, not for the sake of punishing her sin, but for the sake of finding something they could use against Jesus. The hypocrites were curious of the Lord's response. Would he side with the law of Moses and condemn the woman? Or would he side with the woman and contradict the law of Moses. The holier than thy people are loving this scenario. They really think that God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth and of all mankind is caught between a rock and a hard place. If he was to say, let the woman go, he would be showing a disregard for the law by allowing her evil, almost encouraging it. But if he was to say stone her, he would be giving the Pharisees something to accuse him of before the Romans because they was the only ones at that time who could legally condemn a person to death. He would also be throwing his reputation of being a friend of sinners to the wind therefore losing his position of high regard with the people. Now, how would Jesus answer these hypocrites? It seems complicated. They thought that they had finally trapped him. How many of you know that Jesus was not confused or unsure of handling this situation? Picture this story in your head. It causes me to smile as Jesus quietly bends down and begins writing in the sand. 
almost as if he isn't even listening to these accusers. In this story, Jesus is able to very calmly show the wisdom that only comes from God. I'm sure that as we think of this story, we are all moved with sympathy for this woman who was being embarrassed in front of all the people who were listening to Jesus that morning. Who knows how ashamed and hurt she was. And maybe they had paraded her through the city yelling at their ugly accusations. And maybe they had even spat upon her or hit her before she was pushed in front of Jesus. But whatever her condition and whatever she had already gone through that morning, she was completely disgraced and exposed in front of all these people. We all should be able to relate to this woman because not only was her guilt and ours undeniable, but all of us just like this woman in our text have found that the law is unmerciful. The fairies throw this woman at the feet of Jesus and say, teacher, we caught this woman in the act of adultery and the law of Moses says to stone her. And they were right. Deuteronomy chapter 22 tells us that a married woman or a woman betrothed to be married who was found to have committed adultery was to be taken and stoned. The penalty for adultery was harsh. So the hypocrites were demanding justice. Everyone is into this idea that we should be demanding our rights. We better be treated fairly or someone's going to be in trouble. Well, the truth of the matter is, if we got what we deserved, we would all be in trouble. I don't know about you, but there is no way I'm going to demand punishment for my sins. I don't want justice. I'm pleading for mercy. There's no way I want to stand in front of the judgment bar of God covered with the disgrace and shame of sin and demand that I be treated fairly. I don't really want what I deserve. How about you? I don't want what I've got coming to me. I agree with the songwriter who said, if we don't get what we deserve, it's a real good thing. Amen? Because the fact that my guilt is undeniable. In our own stories today, we find a beautiful picture of God's grace and mercy. The only one who has the power to condemn didn't. The only one who really has the authority to judge chooses instead to pardon. Notice Jesus never condoned this woman's sin. He simply replied in John chapter 8, verse 7. So when they continued asking him, he lifted himself up and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And when he looked up, no one 
remained except him and this woman. Two things were left alone, misery and mercy. Her guilt and condemnation was overwhelming. And yet we see the beautiful grace of God in action. He looked up and said, woman, where are your accusers? Has no man condemned you? And she said, no one has, Lord. And Jesus says those merciful words, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. He offered her a second chance, a fresh slate, a new start. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. You and I deserve to spend eternity in the fire and darkness and torture of hell. But there is one, the only one who has the power to condemn us, who is willing right now to instead extend his hand of grace to us. Thank you, Lord. The only one who has the authority to judge us would rather offer his unmerited forgiveness for our sin. God's grace is truly amazing. Great is your mercy toward us. Your tender mercies we see day after day. And we thank you, Lord. You all be blessed. Tune in live for Friday's episode. Have a great day. Thank you.